we who we believe that we have the ability and the talent to inspire others to stop telling them what to do. I believe that when something is just moving and emotionally moving us, so energy in motion, then people will follow along the way just naturally, automatically, because they want to participate. So I believe that in the inspiration lays much, much power that is a responsibility for every single one of us. Try this bad boy emphasize. You are welcome to take a seat at the table where we use a new lens, where humanity are stakeholders. Different distinctions encouraged, intention starts from a no-judgment zone. A certain age is not criteria, and where you become comfortable with the uncomfortable to facilitate a new conversation. But we need to keep moving these faces. We need to keep moving these faces. We keep needing to add more people to the 1% movement. We cannot do this alone. We can only do this with everyone who's willing to come on this journey with us. How's that breakfast going, Sam? I'm trying to eat it as fast as I can. <laughs> I think that sounds like it's good. <laughs> uh, where are we up to, Michelle? Um, over here, you need to let him. All right, perfect. All right, and the funny thing is, welcome, Daisy. Hello and welcome. Good morning, down under. <laughs> yes, what part of the world are you in? I am in Florida, in the Florida Keys to be more precise. That's just yeah. uh, between Miami and Key West. And uh, interestingly, though, my podcast partner is actually from Australia. I mean, originally she's from New Zealand and uh, she just moved away from Queen to Perth. Okay. Wow. Um, I've just been in Miami, so not far from where you are. Oh, my goodness, and you didn't let me know. So that is uh, <laughs> calling for repetition then, so that this yeah. time, the next time around, we will be able to next meet. Next time around, for sure. Um, we had uh, a leadership team event on, and then our clients, we had a, a few days together with them. And it was a very busy time, but I loved uh, the Cuban food and flavor of Miami. It was definitely, uh, it felt like, felt like a very busy place. <laughs> it was yes. fun. It was a lot of fun, but, um, and I love the water and the sunrises were beautiful there, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's the beauty yeah. here at the East Coast, I agree. Yes. So tell me, why is a 1% shift important in your world? Well, to me, it is not only a 1% shift. It, for me, actually is a 100% shift because I give 100%. I wake up in the morning uh, committing to be the best I can be mm-hmm. every single day in my life. So I give 100% and I'm not counting if it is really the 1% who is going to change the world or if we will be 50%, I think the numbers game is maybe less important. Although I agree with you, 
it only takes 1% to really make big changes. And I can see it in my everyday life, in my everyday work, in the podcast world as well, that uh, we are changing one human at a time. So it's even less than 1%. It is one human at the time. And it always starts with self. So I humbly think. Mm. Well, one of the things about the 1% versus the 100% is it's hard enough getting people to do their 1%, let alone people saying, by the way, let's all commit to being doing our 100%. And so what I figured was, and, and this is what I've seen in patterns, that when we start doing some, we often find that we'll do more. But mm. part of the, the thing is we've got to start movement. We've just got yes. to keep moving it forward. And so my hope is with the 1% that at least people start owning and willing to just move towards what that 1% could look like. And by the way, the 1%, even though I'm willing to do my 1% and what I'm committed to, I feel like it's always that measurement is whatever that looks like for you. And really it's just about humans who are willing to do what they're meant to do in life and do it well. I'm absolutely agreeing with you. So I think it is, it comes down to inspiration. It is not about me trying to change anyone else. It is hard enough or challenging enough to make changes within us as individuals, as humans. And I truly believe, and based on my almost three decades of, of work with humans, I can see and I can state clearly that I can inspire and I can lead and live by example. It is more powerful when I inspire humans that they can see, oh, wow, there's something attractive to me. It is really maybe a fun thing to join. And I think it is important in your movement, if I may give you my two pennies as an outside observation, um, that, that inspiring. We must, we, who we believe that we have the ability and the talent to inspire others, to stop telling them what to do. I believe that when something is just moving and emotionally moving us, so energy in motion, then people will follow along the way just naturally, automatically, because they want to participate. So I believe that in the inspiration lays much, much power that is a responsibility for every single one of us. And I try to inspire by bringing joy and I try to inspire by giving a different idea, maybe to ponder upon, and then it's up to them because Why would I at all try to spend any energy or time in trying to convince someone, this is so great, you must join? No, no, they will see it. Humans are very smart. They see when it is, when it is a great idea to join in because there's, there's meaning, there's purpose behind it. There is, there is love and care and respect and admiration involved. And then it is just so attractive to humans naturally. I believe that it is 
up to us now to be so inspirational when sometimes I'm asked to come and join and be the motivational speaker. I say, well, I'm happy to speak at your event, but you must not mention motivational speaker. That's not what I am. I'm an inspirational speaker because motivation to me includes to a part and to a degree manipulation. Mm-hmm. When I need to motivate you, then something's already out of balance, I humbly think. And when I inspire you, I know that you will mobilize all your energy to do the best you can because it is joyful for you and it is very rewarding at the same time. Mm, totally. Daisy, I'm Sam, by the way. I was eating breakfast before. Now I'm taking over so Kerry Marie can eat. <laughs> but I Hello, was, Sam. I want to go back and ask you about that 100% because I've got to say, when you said that, the first thing I thought is I can give 100% some days, but if I tried to give 100% every day, I would absolutely burn out. So what is so what does that 100% look like to you? Well, when I have my my standards and my values in order, meaning that I, as a human, I understand what my values are and I set a bar, which then becomes my standard. Standard is also, I like the play of words, the art of standing, stand art. And when I have that attitude That does not mean that I must be a perfectionist or maximalist, not at all. But I give my 100% for the purpose every single day. When I hear you say, Sam, that sometimes you would consider burning out if you would give 100%, I doubt that because your purpose is so great. And when it's calling you, you cannot not go in that direction. Because it becomes your fixed star. Like in in astronomy and in astrology, they call the outer stars fixed stars because they move one degree out of the 360-degree circle, one degree every 72 years. So from our perspective here, being humans on Earth, they appear as if they were fixed, but they're not. So when I have a fixed star that for me it is I'm I have big visions. I mean I'm I'm not a very tall lady, but I have huge visions and and all I can do is inspire you to be interested maybe in my vision and then join in. But I give a hundred percent towards my fixed star. That is not shaking, that is not shakeable. No one can try stopping me physically or emotionally or verbally because I'm unstoppable. So I give a hundred percent towards that. If in the meantime, I may realize and recognize my body needs more rest than usual. I give my body what it needs. So I am able to give a hundred percent, but while I'm resting, that doesn't mean that my mind is not focused on that fixed star. So when I say 100%, I give 100% to save this world, and I'm giving 100% every single day of my life to save humanity. And that is not tiring. Actually, it is very empowering. When I feel a little down, then that is exactly what brings me up again. 
Yeah, I love that distinction because I think it's really important um, just to go back to what you were saying that what you don't mean is 100% of just go, 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 that it's 100% to whatever you need. And I think it's really important as, um, you know, as leaders, as thought leaders, we actually do need to take time away so that we can recharge, refuel, be creative. It's where our, our thoughts drop in. So what you're saying is it's, that then if that's what we need to be able to do, then we give 100% to that. And I wanted to make that distinction because I think that's really important. Well, I, I do that. believe that it is good for all of us, all human, I am including myself, I'm the first to, to include myself in this, to take an inventory at times regarding our beliefs. Because many of our beliefs are like under the cover, under the rug, the elephant in the room, and they are moving us and hindering us or limiting us or inspiring us. So what I heard you say, if I understood correctly, when you say that not giving a hundred percent because you need to take, you must take time away. You must take time to rest. Well, that is part of nature. That's part of, of being a human I mean, when we look at it and face it, the average human, when it goes well, we spend one third of our life sleeping. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we have two more thirds. So what are we doing in that meantime? Of course, I believe that the balance is important. But even when I rest, I try to give it a 100%. Because then I need shorter time to rest. So I can then next day again be creative. Now, this is not rigid like like a glass tabletop or a countertop in your kitchen. It is up and down. Sometimes I'm more creative. Sometimes I'm I'm more thoughtful. Sometimes I'm more philosophical. Sometimes I'm more talkative. Sometimes I'm more listening. And sometimes I'm more writing. So the balance is important. But my goal, I'm giving a hundred percent. For my goal. Mm. So I think that is important to distinguish. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to lower my 100% for giving that goal. Even when I'm going to rest, let's say, if I'm very fortunate, I may be able to sleep 10 hours. And sometimes my body is requiring that and requesting that from me. And, yeah. and I enjoy that giving. But even when I do that, I do it for making this world a better place for you, for us, for future generations. Yeah. I love I how you've explained that. It's, it's perfect. Sorry, I, I did cut you off there. <laughs> Sometimes there's a delay thanks to, thanks <laughs> to technology, though we can see one another and hear one another live around the globe. That is just something to be very appreciative about, I think. Well, I, I did something recently that many people just wonder why, why would someone do that? And well, I don't know sometimes where I get the strength from, but uh, I believe it is a, it is a gift and I'm, I'm very grateful for be able to do that. I personally like steel nails. I like large steel nails and I express in artistic ways, deep philosophical thoughts and, and inspiration to those who are more visual than 
let's say, who would join a Zoom, although we don't know one another, but we know that we have a goal in common, right? And what I did for for 150 hours, that's the amount of hours that I was counting and accounting for, I used my German hammer. I'm originally from Germany, and I have a German hammer, and I I was... I was hammering these steel nails, 80 millimeters, so eight centimeter nails in a piece of wood, one by one meter. And I spent 150 hours without, without leaving that fixed start that I'm going to finish this piece. And I continued doing it. Physically, it was exhausting. I did all that within five weeks. So it's physically very demanding. And I didn't do it for me and I didn't do it for, for, oh, wow, Daisy was, was using the hammer 150 hours within five weeks. No, that, that is so unimportant. What is important, what was coming out of it. And there is a piece of art that is currently in Germany. No, it's currently in Europe. My apologies. <laughs> it is currently in one country uh, of Europe and, uh, and it's, it is inspiring. I made it to inspire humans that together we are strong. It actually portrays the shape of a human with their hands up and you see the outline of the muscles. And, uh, you can, you can look it up when you type in anywhere humanism.global. It will lead you to a page where I like to inspire that together we are strong. What you ladies there at this current moment are doing, they're sitting in Australia in in Queensland, where I 17 years ago almost moved to, by the way, so we could be neighbors. (laughs) We could be neighbors. (laughs) Then then together we can make that. It's Of course, it takes maybe the spark of an idea and then following through and making it happen to continuously walking towards that goal of that fixed start that you have the the two ladies. I wonder if you were able to see it on at your end of, if I'm not mistaken, you can, did, did you just try to pull it up humanism.global? Oh, oh we were just, <laughs> yeah, no, we just had a couple of messages there. Um, oh, I see. Coffee, the, the important you. part. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, look, I, I think, you know, all those things are really important, what you're saying in it. You know, the whole spark thing is, is what we're trying to get, is going, you know, one of the things that I see traveling the world a lot is the fact that, and, you know, I, I have literally just come back from traveling the world. I've, I, I've been gone probably about three and a half months in in total. And before that, I was only home, what, I don't know. It wasn't long. No, it wasn't very long at all, a couple of weeks. Uh, Only 10 days up here and then the week down there, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, five days or whatever. So, yeah, two weeks. And one of the things that I've seen from travelling again is uh, the fact that if we're not careful, the gap between problem and solution across the globe is widening. And so 
I think that we can get lost in measurements. We can get lost. Like the only reason I've caught it, the 1% movement, is because it could be the zillion percent movement. It could be the millionth movement, you know. And, in fact, some of my friends go, oh, the next movement, let's build it out as the, the million movement, you know, million percent. And it's like it's really not about the numbers. It's really not about even what... I do, you do, everyone else does. It's like, what is, like, it, it's only about what, sorry, I should say, is only about what I'm called to do and what that needs to look like. And do I have the support? Do I have the resources around me to be able to do that well and to show up every day doing what I'm meant to do? And that's where this movement has come out from. It's mm. going... And, and so I, I believe like the 1% is like that spark. It's like, what is it I've got in my hand? What is my 1% that I could do? And really what happens from that is that those accumulation of the 1% become that 100% or whatever, right? And so if we're not careful though, if we're not even willing to do our 1%, then that gap, and I've seen it a lot, can become more and more widening from from problem to solution. And I think that's what this focus is about. That's what I get excited about. I get excited about, like, you being able to do what you're meant to do, we're doing what we're doing. And it doesn't matter if we're in Australia. It doesn't matter if we're in Florida. It doesn't matter where we are. Um, but I also think that we're in a time and space in life where we have to do it together more and to collaborate. And even though we may do it differently, even though we may look different, and I always say that because I was the kid at school that didn't look like anyone else. And I was the kid at school that they said, you're not very smart. You're not very, like, in fact, one thing that they said to me, I remember my English teacher, he said to me, whatever you do, Kerry Marie, don't ever write. And I say that because he was right. I should never write about Juliet. Oh, Juliet. What is that? Romeo Romeo and Juliet. (laughs) I am really bad at writing about things like that. But I'm real good at writing around the work that I do today. And I think that's the important thing. Mm-hmm. When we are able to know what that 1%, 100%, whatever that is, that spark, that we're able to do it well. Would you say that? 100%. 100%. I 100% <laughs> agree about 1% because there are things, and Ethan talked about it earlier, yeah. we, need to, we need to understand what our zone of genius is because when we understand what that 1% or 10% or whatever it is that's our zone of genius. And when we play with that and we, uh, you know, expand and amplify that genius, we don't have to worry about the other 90% that we're not good yeah. at, you know, and, and I think that's really important. Mm. Is there anything, Daisy, you'd like to add just before we close up? Yes, I would like to. I I would like to to mention a part of my work that that is that is for free so i I'd, I'd like to share the free offers here because i know that around the globe things are are different than they were before 2020 mm-hmm. 
And uh, there's so many gifts that I'd like to find receivers for. The first is the podcast. We do a weekly podcast. You can find it everywhere for free. We have listeners in 76 countries without ever advertising because we don't have the budget for it. And I'm certain that the reason why we are able to do that is because we focus on the common denominator. We are all humans. The podcast name is Bald and Blonde. I'm the blonde, obviously. My podcast partner has alopecia, Cassie Tite. And um, so it's Bald and Blonde Mindset Evolution. That's a gift from us to the world. Then I developed an app. You can find it also for free anywhere on on the App Store or on Google Play or whatever they are called. And you can, if you don't have a mobile phone or a smartphone, then you can find it on, on my website, daisypup.com. It's called Inverse. It has to do with, with energy and with frequency and how we can, we can just transform. Energy is never lost. Energy can be transformed and can be steered. And based on that principle, I developed a very simple thing that you can really use on the, on the webpage or, or as an app. Then I'd also like to offer organizers, whoever wants to become an organizer for workshops and, and seminars that I do around the globe. I myself, I was traveling this summer for four months and uh, I visited many countries. I met people from 40 countries. And um, I, I understand that maybe you have never heard my name before. I like being under the radar and I see the urge that maybe I need to, to show who I am and what I can give to the world. And please, whoever feels like they want to organize a workshop, there is there's a wonderful opportunity for collaboration. I like to compare myself, of course, not physically, but like a racehorse. You put me on the turf and I know how to gallop and I know where the finish line is. And I know I I go through the finish line and I know I have a gift besides a few others humbly that I can inspire many people, no matter their walks of life, no matter their works of life, no matter their age, their gender their political, sexual uh, orientations. And I'd like to offer that. And there's there's no up cost. There's no hidden gem that needs to be paid for. No, that's these are my gifts. And I'd like to invite and inspire many humans from around the globe who are here now in your event, the 1% movement. Let's move that. Because let's say if a Swiss watch has has so many tiny little wheels inside. I know one thing. When we move one, all the others move as well. And I wonder who out there, maybe you ladies who I just see now here on the screen, or maybe any of your your group members or participants in the 1% movement, please feel free to contact me. It's very easy to find me, daisypap.com. There should be a contact form. And if not, then you just send an email to daisy at daisypap.com. And I'm more than happy to collaborate because it is high time. It is, it is high time. 
it's not only 30 seconds between, before 12. I do, and I get goosebumps. It's high time, and every single one of us is, is needed. And um, I'd like to end um, the kind invitation that you extended to me. I truly appreciate for having me and, and giving me word and, and a stage to speak to you ladies and whoever is out there listening or watching who I don't see. When Kathy and I started our podcast, Kathy has a great background also in marketing. And she said, Daisy, we must find our target group. And I said, I, I don't know. They're humans. So we agreed upon our target group and, or our target. And we agreed upon, we wanted to embrace the globe. How we did that, I have no idea, but we have listeners now in 76 countries. There must be a reason to it. And please join. And I'm here to serve humanity and I'm here to, to serve humans individually as groups, as communities, corporations. And I'm, I'm committed to that because I give a hundred percent, although someone may feel they're only the one percent. I think collaboration definitely is the key. And we look forward to your community as well in the 76 countries to also sharing their 1% shift, yeah. um, their commitment on the wall of humanity so that, you know, we can all do our part as well. Yeah. All right. Well, that's been amazing. Thank you, Daisy, for being a part of this. We Thank you. It. And I send much love to Queensland, my almost yeah. home. Back yeah. in the days. Oh, feeling the love. We're feeling it. We appreciate Thank you. you. Thank I appreciate you. you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Amazing droplets of wisdom for you from today's episode. Make sure you subscribe, ensure you leave an awesome rating and review. Our hope is this podcast creates a new awareness, activates ownership to what is next, a curiosity for the need to be part of the change, and to make footsteps of sustainability from today onwards. If you want to further your journey with us, then apply to join us at our next Leaders Movement Parlay. The link is in the show notes. We appreciate you. Help us to help build a tribe who make humanity as stakeholders. To achieve this together, recommend this podcast to leaders, innovators, and movement changers. Big love until we see you on the next Decision Table Series podcast episode.